I've been doing laundry all day today too, Karen. It's been terrible. I don't know what it is, but four people in the house can make a ton of laundry. Yeah, laundry is, is terrible. It's like the bane of our, no, you know, I don't even mind washing and drying because the machine does all the work. It's the folding. The folding makes you want to blow your brains out. We hate the folding. We hate the folding. The folding is a problem. I hate it. Especially, and the thing is, I hate folding my daughter's underwear. It's just awkward. And then, and then I have to, conf I confuse the underwear with my wife's underwear. They all look so alike now right like, about now. They all I'm look like, alike. Why don't you guys buy, why don't you guys buy different brands of underwear? Like, why does it have to be the same underwear? I think all the kids should be wearing their panties should be like from their neck down. I like it. Okay. <laughs> and then obviously the the wives the wives are or your girlfriend should have instructions because those things have no idea how to take those things off anymore. Absolutely. I, I by the way, just, just to let you know, we're live. We're live! Oh, God. Hey, guys. Welcome to what, what, Life Lessons with Idiots. Yep. <laughs> this is actually on the DJ Fire page, but we're actually two idiots decided to uh, have some fun. If yeah, you're we're in the chat, you can go ahead and throw a question out there. We'll be more than happy to answer you. Oh, man, and this is live live. This is thought, live live. I thought no. this was like live live where we just record. No, no, no this, this is, is live live. live. live we, people, people are going to listen in. Oh, man, you guys are in for a treat. This is us just freestyling off the top of the head. and Well, we have Anthony on. Hey, Anthony, how's it going? Hey, Tony, can I call you Tony Anthony? He's from the 818, I'm assuming. San Francisco, maybe? Hey, what's side? Be the best side. San Francisco. Sorry, Anthony, that you're from there because San Francisco's a bit of a dump right now. Yeah, the food's, Sorry about the that. food's good, though. Food is amazing. You got great bridges. Yeah, at least, <laughs> at least one. Yeah, one one bridge, and then they got that Lombard Street, which for the life of me, you can't even go down in two seconds. And if I ever, if I ever want to have some nostalgia, I go find a house where Full House is at. <laughs> oh my God, you're a mess. So this is actually two idiots talking about whatever comes to our mind. Yes. Now listen, we're never the smartest in the room, but we're we're definitely not the dumbest. Oh no, we're definitely not the dumbest. <laughs> I've, I've met some dumbass people. Uh, but we are going to try to keep this as, as PG as possible. We might slip, but it's okay. Yeah, we're not editing. This, again, uh, is just going to be for kicks. And we hope you guys enjoy your time with us. And uh, we're going to do a bit of a dry run. Yeah, this is a, a complete this, dry run. This right is like now. a dry rub of a steak. Oh, I like steak. <laughs> I do, too. Yeah. I had one recently. Yeah, where'd you go? In Philadelphia. We went to a steakhouse for a bachelor party. So let me tell you about a bachelor party. Tell me. Like... Like what is what what is the purpose? I know, like you know, to get somebody in trouble before he gets exactly. married. Exactly. Like this doesn't make any sense to me. Like you, you sit here, you say, uh, "I'm gonna get married. I found the woman of my dreams. She's the woman that I want to be with, and now I need one night where I can jeopardize everything." <laughs> yeah, and, and and pray to God that social media she doesn't hop on and and hears yeah. everything and, this, and, and, and sees everything and and goes, "He's never done that to me." Oh my God, what is he doing? <laughs> There's photos of him in this gallery at the club. What, who, who's, who's that he's dancing with? I thought he was going to the museum. Look at this. I thought they were just going out to eat and then just kick it back home. Yeah, no, th those, those things are not really good for and, anybody to and find out. You, you really can't anymore because now they got the find my phone thing. So now, you know, between social media, you got find my phone on your phone. You go into any dangerous waters. Yeah, I mean, it's you're, not you're, like, there's no secret. There's no secret. You're dead in the water. You're done. So how are you going to turn around, seriously say, oh, we're just going to go to Steve's Steakhouse, right? Yeah. And then be like, well, how come you're at Gogorama? 
<laughs> how, how, you where? were there for three hours, Frankie. It was a good steak. <laughs> they do not serve steak. They serve wings in Gogo Rama. They serve wings? <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> really? I've never had a wing at Gogo Rama. I've never had a drink at Gogo Rama. First of all, if you're eating at a steakhouse, you're disgusting, and COVID should be the last day in your mind. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, I had a question. Go ahead, shoot, Frankie. So, this is our first show. Yeah. So, what what is this show going to be about? Should we tell them? First? So, this is going to be about two idiots. Actually, we're not idiots. We're we're just we're semi smart. Yeah, we know <laughs> we have good careers. Um, we 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 take care of our own and. But we decided that we want to talk about whatever, and whoever gets offended gets offended. Mm-hmm. But um, you can't come back to us and go, well, what do you know about this? Because we don't. No. We, we told you from episode one. Yeah. Episode one tells you that we are idiots. <laughs> we're going to get a lot of stuff wrong, but we're going to get a lot of things right, too. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I did get right, and I'm going to tell you right now, is marriage. Ooh, nice. Good start. I'm going to tell you why. Tell me. Break it down, Frankie. I am the only guy that got married and... From my friends, from my childhood friends, uh-huh. they're still with the same first wife. Wow. That's, how long have you been married, Frankie? Going on 27 years. My God. Seriously. That, that's seriously, that, wow. That's older than most of the people that's probably going to be listening. Oh, yeah. At least one person's <laughs> not going to be listening. He's going to be like, 20, I'm 22. Your like, parents might like, not what, be together, but guess what? He's like, dude, what, what year were you born? How, yeah. are you, how are you with the same woman? Yeah, I'm, I'm 25. Let me ask you, since you've been married so long, what, what is the secret to make a marriage work? A short memory. Got it. So basically you just forget everything that... It, it doesn't make a difference. You're still going to live with the person. You're going to sleep with the person. You're going to wake up with the person. You're going to mm. eat with the person. So why hold on to stupid stuff? So every day is a new day because you just totally forgot. Every you're like, day. oh my God, I woke up and I'm with this really hot chick and I'm married to her. Exhibit A. Look at that. Yeah, that's the only way it goes. Nailed it. There's nothing better than just letting everything go. And for I my feel the same way when I take my underwear off at night. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. There, there we go. He's a, he's in There's a nothing place. like it. He's in a different place. I love it. Talk about it. <laughs> oh, we don't have no questions yet, so that's a good thing. Okay, that's good. So, we're, we're, you know, to me, it's about the short memory. It's always about mm-hmm. the short memory. The memory because if you, if you hold on to everything, how are you supposed to sit there and talk to people and, and, you know, and be like trying to give somebody advice, but then in your own house, you're like not taking it. Yeah, but women have a tendency to find the things that make you remember things that really piss you off. Like you, certain things that you just can't just let go, like just like that. But how do you do it, Frankie? You're like Yoda. Short memory. <laughs> You're like a goldfish. I swear to God, You're my goldfish, wife. Frankie? Well, I'm definitely a goldfish. I'm definitely a goldfish. <laughs> my wife would turn around and be like, remember that party we went to? No. <laughs> you met them? No. Okay, let me tell you. Remember the day that the guy got drunk and he fell out? That party? Ah, oh, yeah, that together. I remember. Other than that, I don't remember anything. Nice. It doesn't work. You know, I think that's what most guys in relationships. It's like when they talk to their wives, I feel like the guy, I feel like Charlie Brown. Womp, 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 womp. Exactly. Womp, womp, womp. And no, every, um, once, I do hear this, though. Want to go to bed? Yes. <laughs> you want something to eat? Yes. And then the rest is womp, 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 womp. But do you want to go to bed at the same time? No. No. <laughs> I'm like, really? What happened there? Yeah. Hey, look. We're, we're sh- you know, I'm shooting a thousand here. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I kind of I like the fact that, oh, see, somebody's, I hate the ring. The now, ring? Now this is t- you know, t- it, t- a different place. You know, the ring was really amazing when it first came out. You were like, oh, my God, I'm finally reached to that status that rich people have where you have a camera outside your house and you can see what's going on. And I'm, I got really excited when I got the ring. Now, then the first day you get it, it, it goes off for everything. 
It's a cat that goes by. Someone is at the door. Yeah, I don't like. There's the a bird that flies by. Someone is at. The no, there isn't. Alexa, Lexus. What is her name? Uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know, but I don't. I don't like. I don't like it. The only good thing is that you know, like, um, we get to see the stalker that walks up and down the street at night. Oh God, yeah, one of those. Yeah, it's a weird dude. He just he just tends to just walk up. It's like the dude from Poltergeist. Just well, he's not that bad yet. <laughs> But you know he he'll walk down like like one one two in the morning he looks uh -huh. around and then walks back I mean like it's, it's it's no big deal I mean I have cameras that can monitor yeah. everything yeah but he's just a weird dude yeah so other than that I really don't care for it I mean the only time I really care about it is when my wife tells me or she texts me the rings at twenty percent oh, oh God Jesus. I go we still have two weeks yeah I mean like really it's not yeah. gonna change anything yeah he's charging that stupid thing yeah so I mean like I can set it up to go into like like Pretty automatic? Closer. Yeah. Bring that mic closer. Yeah, I can barely hear you. You can barely hear me? I can hear well, me. Well, I can hear you. I don't know about them. Oh, they can hear me. Okay. No, um, the ring is something that can 20, you can go 20 days without charging that thing. Yeah. So why do, why do I have to be reminded? I mean, like, I know when it's not going to work. <laughs> There's a lot of people that forget, like me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so you, I, I, I can see that you're getting yelled at, too. I forget all the time. I'm like, God damn it, it hasn't recorded three days. <laughs> yeah, but you got to get a good security system. Like, we got, you know, we bought one, and we have everything monitoring the outside. Look at that. Don't ever try to rob Frankie's house. You will be caught. Yeah. You'll be filmed. They'll have your mug shot, everything, all before the police even get here. Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> the, police got, the police call me for profiles. Yeah. They're like, uh, Frankie, what is, what is this assessment you have here? Yeah. So, no, it's, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little tied up, tired with the... Uh, the whole security thing and all that. I want to. I want to go back to when you know when I was a kid and just left the door open and played oh, outside. The, those were the good old days. Yeah, that shit don't happen. That's anymore. when kids used to get kidnapped and you never hear about it. Yeah, but I mean, like you saw them in the milk <laughs> carton box at least once. I mean, like, hey, how yeah. about how about this? Years ago, okay. true story. True got story. Ahead. Remember when cops was a big thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, he used to chase them. Oh, there he is. We got a runner. <gasps> we got a runner. <gasps> so where I grew up, they had their own version. It was called Patterson. Patterson cops, mm -hmm. right? So one time I'm sitting there hanging out with my friends, and they're looking for a guy, and they're like mm -hmm. showing the picture of the guy and all this. And I turn to my left and I go, "Dude, they're looking for you." <laughs> you were with the guy. I after. was with the guy, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, but there, it's 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 no big deal. It's a breaking and entry." I'm like, "Breaking and entry? <laughs> you better get the breaking running, <laughs> dude." I go, "You're worth five thousand. True story." He goes, "Wow." Now I'm worth about ten. Wow. So oh, I'm he's like, confident in so, it. So I'm like, so this guy's running around with a bounty on his head, and he's just. <laughs> He'll even tell you. I'll introduce you to the guy. I still see him every so often. What is and wrong? No, I don't need to be the guy that breaks it into. Oh, no, he, well, my security's not as good as yours. No, he don't come down here. He's, <laughs> he's not welcome here. He don't even know where I live. But no, so and I see the guy, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, how is it that you're wanted? He goes, yeah, you know, I, I broke into a house. This is what he says. Uh -huh. I broke into a house. I knew the people were gone because I was I was eyeing the house for a couple of days. Okay, he does his homework. So so he did his homework. So after he did his homework. <laughs> He says, oh, I can go to the house. I can take a shower, maybe have breakfast. Oh, he has his own tape plate. <laughs> maybe take a nap because, you know, he had them, you know, pinned. He knew that one, one, one left, the other one left. Mm -hmm. And then he had seven or eight hours that he can do whatever he wanted. So the one day, the husband decides that he wants to go home early. Uh, Why? Of I course. have no of idea. Of course. The stars are aligned. Had walks, to. Walks into his house. You ready? Uh-huh. Sees him sleeping on his couch. This guy. This guy. This is all Ray Caruth all over again. 
So not, not only not not only does he call the cops, he doesn't even wake him up yet. No, he just he just leaves him. Oh my god, really? Sleeping. He calls the cops up and goes, "Hey, listen, there's a breaking entry in my house. The guy's sleeping. He's on the couch. You can find him. I'm going back to work." He goes, "Do not come with the sirens." True yeah. story. He tells him, "Do not come with the sirens." And then he goes, "Okay." Sure enough, Patterson PD shows up. They open the door quietly. Sure enough, there he is sleeping. He's, man. When they wake him up, he talk goes, "Tell out, Freaky." When this guy was planning his day, he scoped out the house. He's made plans for his breakfast. He didn't make plans to take a nap before he did the di- do well, the job. It was. It must have been a nice couch. <laughs> but listen to what he says. You ready? Listen to what he says. You ready? You now, now I need to beat the guy. He goes. He goes. He goes. I can't believe this. You're not supposed to be home for another three hours. <laughs> He's mad at him. He's mad at the guy who he broke into the house. Dude, what is wrong with you coming uh, home early? You got home so early? And then he's sure enough. That's exactly what happened. So they took him to jail. Uh-huh. Um, then he, after that, he, um, I, think he was at, I think he was there for like maybe like, I don't know, like 30 days or something. And then he didn't show up for court. And then a month later, he's sitting, I'm sitting next to him and going, hmm. Wow. I can make some money here. But I didn't. Wow. Uh, we're still friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to probably we're gonna we're gonna filter out your friends going forward, Frankie. Well yeah, I'm always I'm always telling everybody I have to get rid of my friends. My friends they all suck. It's time to, it's time to clean up shop. Yeah. Do some little spring cleaning. But this is great, man. I'm loving the vibes. We're here in the Batcave, Frankie's basement. You might hear the game in the background. Cleveland is spanking Kansas City right now, which is quite alarming for the Former Super Bowl contenders there to come back and get their butt waxed by Cleveland Browns. Yeah, uh, and, and, ju- and just for the record, uh, I am a Tampa Bay fan. We all know this. Oh, yeah, uh, he's a buck, 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 buccaneer. So the fact that I am a Bucks fan doesn't mean that I'm a Brady fan, but he got me a Super Bowl. God, dag on it with Brady. Yeah, I'm a Falcons fan, so you you can imagine my my relationship with Tom Brady is is not the most pleasant. But what I did find hilarious is that the Dallas Cowboys inherited the former Atlanta Falcons coach Dan Quinn as their defensive coordinator in their first game of the week they choke a fourth quarter lead <laughs> it's a guarantee <laughs> there, there was some sweet irony that I was watching I said I think I've seen this movie before the colors are different but uh, the MO is still the same <laughs> yeah so I'm okay with it you know I'm not a cowboy fan you know I I, I, I there's a handful of teams I don't like, mm-hmm. but I usually I basically like football in general. Yeah. There are, I think it's because of the fact that I like fantasy football, and yeah. sometimes I have to root for the team that I really didn't like. Yep. But regardless of whatever, I could never be a Belichick fan. Ah, uh, makes sense. Actually, I, you know what's so funny? I'm starting to find Belichick down low funny. Like, oh, it's completely entertaining. He, you gotta get he's rid of a Cam. funny guy. Yeah. You cut Cam. Oh, he did that. He was like, I'm, it was so funny because uh, what's his name, Mac Jones? He was like, Cam Newton just gave me an awesome nickname. He calls me Mac and Cheese. And then, and then out of nowhere, you know, he ends up replacing Cam Newton. And now Cam is out here looking for a job, which is hilarious. Cam is. He was a phenom, man. Like, yeah, but it, it's gone. The magic's gone. He's just like RG3. Like, I think it happens with all running quarterbacks. You yeah, but, but RG three was a, a freak of nature. He he should never have been gone. Yeah. He should never. His injuries got him. Yeah, Cam, I think is just. I think it was wear and tear too, man. Even though I think Ben doesn't have much left either. I think all these big quarterbacks that stay in the game too long, they they 
they, they take too many hits, man. Because they, you know, they think because they're so big, I'm gonna just keep running. And oh my God, what are we doing, Frank? We turn this into a sports podcast. Let's 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 bring it back. Let's bring it back. Sports is. Wow, I was about to tell you. I can't believe you're talking <laughs> about all these guys. When basically, I'm gonna tell you right now, we got I got a 44 year old quarterback leading my team. I know. Look at this. <laughs> so I mean, like, I mean, he looks fine to me. I mean, but they they pay a top dollar to make sure that guy doesn't get hit, man. Well, his, it's premium dollar. That's the difference. You, you, the difference. You, yeah, no one's paying that like the way. Other teams are like you. You protect him; he'll make sure you win every game. The same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Like you got to protect. You got to protect the uh, the Golden Boys. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is also a freak of nature. That's a Hall of Famer. Let me ask you something, Frankie. If you can go back in time, right now, with your mindset the way it is right now, because you've been married for so long for twenty seven years. So if you can go back in time to your eighteen year old self, what is the first lesson you would give to yourself? Holy crap. Yeah. Oh, man. I think I went deep, and I wasn't even trying. Damn, I, that sucks, because at 18, I was living in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Oh. <laughs> okay. <Yo. laughs> I, was, I was actually living in Puerto Rico. I nice. left here because I got into some, some issues here. Okay. So I went to live in, in Puerto Rico. For, I, live, I lived out there for a year and a half. Nice. Um, now, now, so that's a perfect time. So here you are. You're, you clearly are running from diff- mistakes, and now you're in Puerto Rico reevaluating your life. You step in from the future. Here you are, young Frankie. See, but but see, so so so, so no. So I so, painted the scenario, and now you're about so, to derail me. But so no, no. So I, I'm going to tell you that this is this is my mentality. This is the way I see things. Okay, okay? go ahead. This would never have happened if all those other steps didn't happen. Ah, here you. Oh, you're going to do that? That's oh, that's a cop out. No, <laughs> seriously. No, because think about it. No, so so listen. I know everything happens happen. for a reason, Frankie. No, no, no. <laughs> Life ends the way it's supposed to, regardless mm-hmm. of whatever. Yeah. But let me explain to you. Go ahead. So I got into some trouble here. Mm-hmm. So I ended up living in Puerto Rico. Got it. Left there. I was there for a year and a half. Uh-huh. I came back because my mom got sick. Right. Uh-huh. So when she got sick, I'm like, I can't live out here where she's she's not feeling well. Yeah. So I come back. So I start working at this warehouse. Okay. This is where I met my mother-in-law. So I know my wow, mother-in-law look at this. longer than I know my actual wife. Look at this. Coming full circles now. Now it makes sense. So if I that the problem that I had did not happen, I would never have moved back when my mom got sick. All right, all right, all right. Let's but, leave, you, but, but you see? I see what you're saying. But all right, let's leave all the circumstances the same. But what is the like lesson you want to tell yourself? That, like the wisdom that you've gained on all these years. Like you go back in time. For example, I was 18, right? I'm a freshman in college, and uh, parents are pretty messed up. Uh, we'll dive into that in another podcast. But I was going through some things, you know, leaving high school, not really sure what you want to do with your life, probably focusing on the wrong things. And uh, if I can do my own Michael J. Fox and go back in time without disrupting the time continuum. <laughs> yeah, don't pick like, up that With no man. repercussions, other than telling myself to invest in Yahoo and Google. Um, Apple. And Apple back then, if I can go back and give myself a life lesson, um, now I'm just, I just drew a blank just now. I had a thought in my head and here it it, kind of went. I was looking at myself. I was like, yeah, you you sound like Troy Aikman. Uh, I know. I was in the second Super Bowl. What what happened? (laughs) Uh, chief. Oh, so if I was to go back, I would tell myself never, uh, don't, don't wait, never settle. Don't wait, never. That's deep. Because I waited a lot, and I and mm. I, I, I procrastinated a lot. So I think I would turn around and be like, I, I you know what? That is settled. a good. I, I like that one. 
I think I'm going to steal that. I would tell myself the same thing. I think when I was 18, you, you're a lot more fearful of making mistakes. You're fearful of ruining your life. You're fearful of like, oh, my God, I don't want to make the wrong decision. Da, 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 da. I think that's a perfect MO there. I think going back and telling yourself, pursue everything. Why pursue not? everything. Why like, not? Don't, don't, don't just settle. Don't just sit there and go through the run-of-the-mill traditional uh, got to get this degree, got to go get a job because – I'm going to just flat out say it and probably upset some people, but college is a joke. Let's just be real. You're going in there to learn a bunch of remedial classes, remedial things. Don't get me wrong. If you're specializing in something like you want to be a doctor, you want to be a lawyer, obviously you're going to need that education. Right. But nine times out of ten, most of these people to get a bachelor's degree, people get a bachelor's degree in psychology or psychology, I mean, or a degree in marketing, and they end up working at a bookstore or a manager at CVS. Or pharmacists. Like, they're, they're not pursuing the thing that they went to school for. It's just a piece of paper to sort of give you some sort of, hey, this guy's not a complete idiot. He did four years of hard time, and he's in mountains of debt. And now let's hire him so that we'll basically handcuff him to this job for the rest of his life because he'll be paying off his student loan for the next 20 to 20, 30 years. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Sorry, guys. You guys get to feel the, the boiling in my gut there. Yeah, no, I get that. My my old my old boss, he went to school for accounting, and he was an IT mate. He ended up being an IT manager. Yeah, so, I mean, and I get, I I I think that's what it. It depends on what you're specializing. Yeah, so I, but it, it made a difference back then. Now with social media the way it is, nobody needs. I, I hate to yeah. say it. I mean, there are Dude. people that they do need a degree, and you know, like, yeah. I'm, as a parent, I'm encouraging my kids to go. Yeah, get absolutely, one. absolutely. But um, when you have a 15 year old that's making 14 million on yeah. TikTok, that's a problem. I just saw a 12 year old. So NFTs, non-fungible tokens, if you don't know what those are, they're like these little digital uh, pieces of uh, art that you could purchase and trade like Pokemon. And this 12-year-old made like, I think he made $400,000. I got to look up the article. $400,000 at 12 years old. These, and he, he said he learned everything. Guess where? At YouTube University. That's YouTube. right. YouTube. He went on YouTube and freaking learn how to create an NFT. He made a bunch of them, sold them, made over four hundred grand. Here I am telling my kids to go to school. Here I am, oh, YouTube so University, YouTube. completely free. Yeah, I think <laughs> we gotta do that. Don't get me wrong. I do think colleges. I think colleges are a great way to build your social network, socialize, and um, you. I think that experience is helpful because you need to kind of like build up that network and that skill set while you're there in the school. But when it comes to the actual curriculum and the school classes they make you take it's a money grab they when i first went to school they made me take all the classes that i already pretty much took in high school i was like why am i taking english again i know english i passed the prerequisite test and i'm still taking these stupid english courses because i got to get this certain number of credits to qualify for my curriculum yeah it's, they, it's they need to they really need to um they need to modify remix it. they need to they need to get p diddy in there and remix that thing yeah <laughs> yeah you're in line <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I get it. I mean, like, there's, there's they have so much stuff in the college right in yeah. college right now that's not required. But you know something, that's a lot of fluff. that's that's a, that's a lot of guaranteed money for specific, oh absolutely specific societies. Oh absolutely, so those societies will go like, why are we gonna f- try to fix something that's not broken for us, dude? If you want to really go deep with this whole college thing, let me tell you something. So back in the day, they did most jobs were only required you to have like what a high school diploma, right? That was like the standard, and the reason why is because. There wasn't a lot of people in pover- impoverished communities that had access to a, a legitimate high school or completed their education because most of them end up either in jail or dead. So minimum requirements high school. 
they then upped it to a two-year degree. And the reason why they did that is because they knew that people from impoverished communities couldn't afford to go to school. Right. So it was able to keep them as being the grunts of the workers instead of getting uh, the education needed to, fulfill, to be able to be promoted, to be able to get these other levels of uh, positions that were higher up and so forth. And then they said, oh, too many of these people getting that. They upped it again to the four-year degree. So now four-year degree is standard. And I guarantee you the next standard is going to be like, you need a master's degree and you need to do all this just to work here at McDonald's. And you're going to be like, bruh. <laughs> no, nah, that's never going to happen. If they, no. des- if they decide they're going to do that, we'll never go on a McDonald's. Obviously again. that's going to be a little extreme, but I'm just saying. I feel like they keep upping the entity because they, they want to keep education as sort of like this elite class sort of benefit. They don't want you mongrels from the street coming up on an oral. They want you guys to stay down there and be our little people that clean our luxury buildings and hotels. <laughs> be wise. Be woke. Yeah. I don't know. I do, I, I'm really not that woke. I just just it's, wanted it's, to point it out. It sounded good, though. It sounded know. really good. Yeah. Remember, I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> two, definitely two idiots. Definitely two idiots. Oh, man. I'm so glad that we got to do this, man. This is really cool. Uh, this show, don't worry, I promise... Later on, it's going to be a lot more cohesive. We're going to have topics, and we're going to really deep dive into a lot of these things. We're going to really have a lot of fun on this show. This was just more like just introductory, just so just give you a little bit of background about us. You know, we're both fathers, uh, as you probably heard earlier in the podcast. We both have kids. I have a son and a daughter. Frankie has two beautiful twins, twin daughters. Um, and yeah, and we're just two guys who are experienced in many different things. I work in an uh, investment uh, industry, so I will be sharing some light on some best practices to save money, budget, and invest your money. I'll be giving you some tips on. I'm big on crypto. I'm big on a lot of different things. So I'll be dropping some gems, and me and Frankie will be dropping some banter between it. And Frankie is a beast because he knows finance as well. If you need to talk about some refinancing with mortgages or how to pay off a mortgage, because Frankie's about to pay off his in no time flat. B- borrow from yourself. <laughs> hey, look Pay out yourself. now. Look, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go real deep into a lot of these different topics. Um, but this is just more like say hello and uh, let you get a little familiar with our voices. Uh, so once again, this is Rashawn. Um, not too many Rashawns in the world. This is I spell my name R A S H A N. Uh, most people mispronounce it. Say Rashan or Rishan. It's just Rashawn. And my co-host over there is my, my name is Frank. Uh, I obviously. Because uh, you Frankie. told him. Francesco? No. I, no, no, no. <laughs> see, now I'm about to get a new co-host because, see, now you took it to a different spot. Yeah, that's a That's no. funny. That's funny. That's Don't ever no. say that, guys. Yeah, no, I just wanted no. to put that out there so you guys know what not to say. Yeah. No, I've been... <laughs> yeah, that's a no. That's a no. I've been in IT for over 25 years. Uh, I've been doing that in and out. But to me, it's never been about that job. It's always about making it, regardless of whatever you're doing. Always have a hustle. Always try to figure out how you can put more money in your pocket versus giving it to somebody else and putting it in theirs. Preach. That's, that's why I've always I've always had a side hustle. Mm-hmm. I've either worked on computers, installed security cameras, installed alarms. Now I'm doing some DJing, some doing weddings and engagement parties, and um, I have another way. I'm doing a wedding in October, which is a Halloween theme, which is what? pretty cool. Um, and then the birthday parties, graduations, a little bit of everything. Always have a hustle because you have your money. Mm-hmm. It's your day-to-day that keeps your house going. And then they got that other one that they call the FU money. Yes. Okay. That's what I like to have. Yes. I like to have that extra because I, I won't take away from my kids. Mm-hmm. So my kids need to eat. 
Absolutely. You know, cover they, those bills, and then the rest is like, hey, exactly. This is uh, the Frankie pie. You know, I met a rich guy. So, for for example, I was doing interviews with. I was launching a new product at my job, and I work in digital applications. And we were trying to come up with this tool that we wanted to introduce to our wealthy uh, customers. And part of this tool was be able to give them uh, sort of a diagnosis of some of their cash assets. We wanted to kind of like just give them an overview. And get, we came up with this cool concept. And I had the pleasure to, of interviewing a lot of very wealthy people. And I get on, I literally have like a Zoom meeting with these people. And I get in there and um, they're talking to me. And this one rich guy, uh, he mentioned how him and his wife, they have very fixed expenses. They have a pretty fixed income. They know what's coming in through their investments and whatever. So they take that monthly income, they pay off whatever their expenses are, and then whatever is excess, whatever extra they have, they put in what they call a squirrel account, which is they squirrel because they squirrel the money ah, away. Look at this. See how these rich people think? We just squirrel the money away, and they put the money into like this sort of a nest egg here, and every quarter. They go and meet with their advisor, take that squirrel nut, give it to him, and then he doubles their money. He oh. just adds it to their other investments, keeps doubling their money. And so all their expenses are paid. They have more than enough to provide for their family. And all that extra money that they bring over every quarter, it's almost like they have a bonus to add to their freaking investment account. And they're just growing because compounding interest is just amazing. Once you hit a certain bracket of money, that money just works for itself, and you'll just keep having residual money coming in all the time. I just thought it was really neat because a lot of people take their check and spend the whole check. They're not looking at uh, what is it that I can use to squirrel away. Um, so this is just a little nugget. I'm, we're going to dive deeper into this. I don't, I don't want to go into the weeds with this yet because um, I want to spend more time with it. So we're going to save that for another episode. But, yeah, yeah I thought I'm, that was really neat, though, the squirrel account. Yeah, I like that. But, you know, so, you know I'll tell you one thing. Growing up in the New York, New Jersey area, yep, for years, got into the city, uh-huh. met thousands and thousands of people throughout my my career and through my life, and I was surprised one time I saw this guy, very financially well set. You know, we mm-hmm. and we're talking. We're gonna call him Joe. Old so I'm talking. So I'm talking to Joe, and I'm like, "Hey, Joe, you know what's going on? How's everything? Goes, everything's good, you know." Um, he goes, "I'm, you know." Unemployed. I'm like, what do you mean you're unemployed? You you live in Soho. Your <laughs> rent's gonna be like, I don't know, like fifty five hundred a month for one of those little apartments. He goes, no, I own a I own one of the lofts. Oh wow! Like you own a loft and you're unemployed. Well, long story short, we call that gainfully unemployed. Yeah. So, <laughs> b- bottom line was, all jokes aside, he was so filthy rich, it, he didn't need a job. Yeah. They don't. But look here's the here's the cool thing. Guy didn't have a car. Nope. I saw him shopping at Old Navy. <laughs> yep. Okay. And then after Old Navy, he went up to to like the Prada store because this is in Soho, right? Mm-hmm. So there's an Old Navy right there on Broadway, a couple blocks. And I see him, and I'm talking to him, and and we're going back and forth, and I'm like, Yo, why are you in the Prada store? He goes, I just come here to look at the look at the sneakers and stuff like that. This is too expensive for me. <laughs> but see, what they did was, he knows. That it's overpriced. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So when was the last time you saw a filthy rich person rocking 
Gucci all the time. Oh yeah. Or 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 Fendi or Louis and all that. No, that's that's for us. Yeah, that's for us. That's peasants. for us because we're ghetto rich. Yeah. We we put it on thinking that we have the money. You know, so meanwhile they have it. As soon as you said ghetto rich, I just thought that's like the blueprint of America. Because think about it, COVID hit. We went two weeks without working, and we were dead broke. Yeah. <laughs> The oh, whole yeah. country was collapsing. I, I was looking for tater tots. We were like two weeks. Talk about living paycheck to paycheck. The whole country started relapsing. Yeah. I was like, listen, I knew we had a trillion dollar debt, but now we're like quadrillion dollar debt. Yeah, we were, we were splitting uh, tater tots in this house. But I'm no, like, that's nah. a very huge point that you just made. Rich people don't buy the, the fanciest cars. Most of, I never forget. I, I, like you said, I saw a rich guy once. He's stupid rich. He owns multiple properties. Matter of fact, my old boss, he owned multiple properties. He has tons of investments in stocks. Guy goes around, he drives a Prius. Drives Why a Prius. Not a Mercedes, not a Porsche. <laughs> drives yeah. a Prius. Why wouldn't Guy he? Guy is stupid rich. He can have any car he wants. Yeah. He has a Prius. Because he bought it. He bought it. Right. Because and he probably expenses it, like, yeah. off, like off his taxes. He's probably like, I don't. <laughs> Easily expensed. My little hybrid car here, I'm going to write off the. Everything about this car and uh, my miles that I even come here to even work with you peasants. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now that rich people they don't own. Oh no, they rent. See, you want their go. houses? They lease their yes. cars. They love a mortgage. Oh, absolutely. Like, they love it. Yeah, they they have no problem with it. They love living off loans. Absolutely, because they know. As we go back to what you were saying, the compound mm-hmm. interest and all that. That's what they're living yeah. off of. Meanwhile, we're like, no, we need to keep the car because, you know, it's a good car, you know. You know so we're paying for a car for five years. Yeah. Minimum now because the car payments are through oh, the yeah. roof. Oh, nowadays it's like right? they're looking at eight-year loans now for cars. Yes. It's insane. Now, so because we want the guarantee. Yeah. The guarantee what? That, that we're going to be broke because of this car took all, t- took all our money? So you're going to be paying five, six years later $400 on a car that's not worth 200 bucks. Yeah, just appreciating every year. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> every payment you make. <laughs> yeah, we, we might have to take a look at these rich people again. Yeah. Oh man, this is gonna be fun. But yeah, man, it's a good start. Let's see what other lessons can we drop for the people. Uh, don't have Chinese food. <laughs> yeah, I just had some today. Oh man. Yeah, I didn't agree. You know what? You know that's so funny. You say that because you know what's the funny thing about Chinese food? It's the same thing with rich people. You never see Chinese people eating Chinese food. No. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know the, pizza, the the Chinese place down the road? Yeah. I always see them ordering from other yeah. places. They order from the pizzeria. Now, check this out. <laughs> they never order from the Chinese place. They don't, they don't eat I their own food. I only see one time when I saw a Chinese person eat Chinese food, and the thing is, it wasn't the food that we were eating. He spoke to, <laughs> he spoke Shut to, up. <laughs> he spoke to them in the, in, the, in the language, in Cantonese. I think that's what the Chinese call it. He well, spoke to Cantonese or Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, Mandarin or Cantonese. He spoke to him. He was like, you know, he's, I won't do the accent. That's bad. Yeah. It, Ten years ago, I would have did the accent, and I would have sounded like him, but never mind. Anyway, he ordered the food, and when he got it, they do eat the rice. They like the sticky rice. Right. They eat the white rice, and they, but they made it specially for them. They had the steamed vegetables and all that stuff. He or, It seemed like he ordered the food because he was like, he needed a place to eat. Like, he right. must have been on the, on the go and was like, I'll eat here, right. even though I normally never come here. But that's funny because – same way how rich people don't even shop in these luxury stores or whatever. And I know everybody's probably listening going, yeah, they do. On social media, I see real housewives of Atlanta. and housewives of Those people aren't really rich. They're famous. There's yeah. a difference. Don't get caught up in the hype. Yeah. But anyway, never see Chinese people in a Chinese restaurant. 
And we wonder, why does this food not go down so well? This greasy, soul food Chinese food. <laughs> well, because we're not getting, we're actually not getting the real Chinese food. Have oh, you, absolutely Have not. you ever had real Chinese food? Yes. Yes. Like going to like a, like a real authentic Chinese restaurant. No, I had a friend who was Chinese and he made me. <laughs> it's a big difference. Parents. It's a total difference. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is the lightest food I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's completely different. It's completely different. It's like, you know, like uh, when you go to a Spanish restaurant, we know it don't taste like this. Yeah. We know exactly oh, how it yeah. is because we make it at home. Exactly. You're like, <laughs> no. Yeah, no, nah, but um, yeah, it's just it's just the world we live in, man. Everybody, it's the yeah. way they make money. Yeah. So Kansas City's making a comeback. Oh man, I counted Kansas City out, and no, I and, didn't. and now they're they're churning the butter. Oh, they just no. tied up the game. No, oh no, no down by two, down by two. Twenty nine, twenty seven, fourth quarter. Mahomes about to do it again. Yes. Too much time on the clock. Yeah. So it's just like Brady. Oh, my God. Brady, you get, you Aaron Rodgers, and Mahomes, you can't leave them not even a minute and a half on the clock. You can't. And you're down by, like, two or three? Don't do it. Listen, on Thursday's game, Brady scored in 12 seconds. <laughs> I know. I know. 12 seconds. 12 seconds. 12 seconds. It did, like, three plays. Three plays, 12 <laughs> seconds. Right? It's and, and, ridiculous. And it's just, like, you can't. You, you start thinking, like, come on, man. It's, the, the, somebody's setting this up. Yeah. This doesn't even make any sense. I think it's rigged. It's got to be. Well, let me tell you something. I, I, when um, years ago, it was a Monday night game. I was watching. It was a Colts against the Bucks, and I'm happy because back then, you know, you don't get to see the Buccaneers on yeah. Monday night. But ever since the NFL with the uh, with yeah. the contract, everybody, every team has to play a Monday night or mm-hmm. Thursday night. So I'm like, oh, two minutes left. The Bucks are up by 21. Wow, they're beating the Colts. I'm going to be happy tomorrow. Yeah. 90 seconds later, we're down by three. Not only did they beat us, they beat us at home. Wow. Took us out of the playoffs. Oh. And Peyton Manning turns around and goes, nice try. Ah. You know how much that hurt? Oh, yeah. Listen. Well, oh, never mind. You're an Atlanta fan. Frankie, You're an, hey, I'll listen. see you next week. You guys, you want to actually do the live show while I watch the we game? We should. We should. <laughs> my Falcons are disgusting. <laughs> I, I, wanna, I am so disgusted with my, my team. Uh, I, I, I can't even get into it. I can't. And like I was in agony earlier because Matt Ryan just looks like a completely confused man. But I think it's the bad play calling. We added Kyle Pitts. I, look again. I don't want to dive into the sports podcast. I don't want to lose people. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll come back to this. Yeah. So uh, so far, you know, it's, it's actually. Um, I guess we're gonna call this the soft launch. Yeah, soft launch. Soft launch. All right. So you know, we got a couple. We got a good forty minutes into this conversation. That's not here. bad. Forty minutes. That was easy. Easy forty minutes. Easy forty minutes. Us freestyling. Yeah. Oh, don't so, worry. We're gonna be doing all kinds of stuff. We're gonna play music in here. By the way, I listened to the Kanye album and I listened to the Drake album. Um, and let me just say, out of all the rap albums that came out this year, none of them compared to Nas King Disease album, uh, the second one. That album, Nas Drop, is probably the best album of the year, in my opinion. I listened to Kanye's album. Don't get me wrong. So now here's my thing with Kanye, and I'm going to be brief with this. Kanye, I, I, I have a love-hate for him. So when Kanye came out, and I know everybody always says, when he first came out, he was so real, man. He was so humble. He was so dope. He was a genius. I was, I was on that bandwagon. I used to love Kanye. First two albums, I think Graduation is probably his masterpiece. I mean, he literally has a... Like the song on it, the Can't Tell Me Nothing song. Yeah. I hear that right now and lose my mind. Don't even play it, Frankie. 
Um, I'm debating. No, don't even play. Because he, he said, I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. Oh, jeez. It was just bars in that album. Anyway, Graduation was a great album. Um, and then, you know, he, he experimented. We had 808 Heartbeats. We had all these other albums. And now Kanye recently, since his mother passed, he's been been on a downward spiral. Spiral? And, yeah, like he's been spiraling like bad. Because, I mean, come on, this dude was in a MAGA hat literally last year. Yeah, he's disturbing. Like, I'm talking about, he's he's go- he's gone cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But this last album he dropped, Donda, which he's named after his deceased mother who right. passed away. Um, I went into it thinking it was going to be just another Kanye album. It wasn't. It is actually... And I had to like change my ears because you go in there thinking one thing, and he gave you something else. He gave me this gospel hip hop album. It's clean. No, oh, I know, I heard it. There's no cussing or anything, and I was, I, I had to catch myself because this is the guy that did England in Paris. Yep. <laughs> so, anyway, this was just a different side, and I had to kind of critique this album a little bit differently. And my cousin is the one who made me listen. Because at first I was like, I have no... Like, Kanye's in my never-listen-again corner. And he blasted because I went to the bachelor party this weekend. Right. And he wanted me to hear it. So he played it the whole way there. We went from New Jersey to Philly. Played it the whole time. And I listened to that album. And I said, just go in order. I said, don't shuffle. Don't do anything. If we're going to listen to this album, I'm going to hear from front to back. Let me see what I think. And I have to say, I don't hate the album. I, I went in there wanting to hate the album. I went in there saying, I'm going to hate this album regardless of what it's going to be. Because you want to hate him. Because I can't stand him. <laughs> and I ended up going, Dad, this guy's talented. No, he's a talent. Dude, first off, production is out of this world. Like, it's cinematic. It is it's movie-esque. Listen, the, the smartest thing you did was play it from beginning to end. Because yeah. each one links. Yeah. I was in, man, he, he kind of told a story. And... I, honestly, the rapping, the bars weren't the greatest. Like I, did, I wasn't mesmerized by his bars and or any of the songs, but the m- m- the melodies and the the production and the beats, it kind of carried the weight of the album. Like you kind of feel like, man, I could listen to this album and enjoy it. And it had very a spiritual feel to it on some of the songs. He had the choirs going. I said, okay. Yeah, so in other words, what you're telling me is that that, that album would have been good regardless of whatever he, yeah. whether he was on it or not. Yeah, I think if it wasn't even Kanye, if it was just Bubba from down the street and he dropped this, I'd be like, Dad, that's a pretty solid album. And I'd so, buy it if it was Bubba. Yeah, I'd definitely buy it if it was Bubba. <laughs> Bubba getting all my money. Yeah. Not now, Kanye. Drake's album, I listened to that. I listened to it one time. I haven't been able to go back to it. Drake's hard because uh, to me, he reminds me, you see, because I'm going I'm to show some age here. Okay, I remember when he was on Degrassi High. He was the kid yeah, in the wheelchair. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to listen to you. Yeah, yeah. I can see when, that. When I saw your, your acting. Absolutely. The image and the cat. I mean, he's, he's evolved over time. He's evolved, but he's still not. My thing with Drake he's is. He's not elite. My thing with Drake is what he's good at, he can't focus on because his audience is too big. Like, he, he's got, like, the guy sells hundreds millions of copies. Of his songs, like he's trying to appeal to people in Europe. He's trying to. He's not appealing to my demographic. He's not appearing, you know, appealing to the old guy in the room. No, he it's, wants, a diff- it's a different it's all, world. It's just stripper music. It's 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 yeah. uh, trap music. It's the younger generation music. He's trying to appeal to. This just felt like it wasn't. And I like Drake. I I actually enjoy Drake. I I have probably. I think I bought almost every one of his albums. I think. And granted, I think his greatest album is Take Care. I think that's his best album. Front to back. 
Um, he has other good albums that come close, but I think Take Care is his ma- is his Magnum Carter. Okay. Um, Magnum Opus, actually. What is Magnum <laughs> Carter? <laughs> mag, mag, what am mag, I saying? Mag, mag something. I don't know. Anyway, that's his Opus. That that one. That album. Um, no, but yeah, uh, this album, Certified Lover Boy, didn't really. It didn't hit for me. He has a few tracks on there, but it was very formula. Like it was, it seemed, he seemed bored. Yeah. He seemed like he's like it's almost like. Like, you know how Dave Chappelle said in one of his stand-ups, he was like, I'm so good at writing jokes, like, I don't even have to try. Right. Like, he just says something. So, so, so basically what you're telling me is that it sounds like blah now, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. It's going to play like crazy. It's going to play like crazy, and you're eventually going to like this. This yeah. is your, this is It's going to grow on me like a fungus. <laughs> this is your favorite song. <laughs> you just don't know it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. that's what happens to all his albums. Yeah. He did it with Views. I hated that album when it came out. I was like, listen, I was like, oh, this is trash. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, controller. And I'm over here singing, and I'm into it. And I'm like, God, he did it again. Yeah. And I'm feeling, he's going to do it with this album. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. But you right know, now, I'm not, I'm not loving it. I, I don't even have a favorite track. But next spring, yeah. it's going to be hitting. Oh, yeah. It's going to be girls like girls, my girls like girls, yeah. whatever that song but, is. But it's, not, it's definitely, I'm telling you right now, there's no way in the world that that's going to be a winter album. No. That's going to go, it's going to hibernate for a little bit. Oh, and yeah. And then right, right before spring. Right before spring, you're going to start hearing it yeah. again on the radio because that's like, going to be a spring Because now it's going to be nostalgic. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, my God, remember this song came out at the end of summer? Yeah. yeah. And it's going to become a big thing and for next they, year. And then someone's going to make a dance to one of the songs. Yeah, that's got to stop. And, th- and then that, it's going to take over. I know. That's got to stop. It's a, cheap, it's a cheat code. Li- line, line dances, you know. The, it's a cheat code. Stuff, it's a ch- up, yeah. up, down, down, go home. Yes, it's, it's, it's a cheat code. Yeah, no. It's that's all bad. I need. Frankie, if me and you can write a song and get someone to dance to it, we're gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll go up. Oh, we'll, we're gonna, up. we'll write one. If I can get somebody to dance to it. Yeah, we'll, we're going to come up with something stupid. It's going to be like PB&J. Yo, know, tater tots and spam. I'm sorry. I don't care what it is. But if we can come we're up, we're with gonna a come good up with one, something. Yeah, we're gonna come up with something. Shit. Come on, seriously, seriously, seriously. This, they gotta stop with the line dances. I mean, like, slices of bread, <laughs> slices of bread, peanut butter on the left. <laughs> gotta get my last smooth bread. peanut butter, <laughs> crunchy. Yeah, nah, nah, all right, nah, no, 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 no. We're gonna come up with something. Listen, no, seriously, th- those line dances—they're done. Uh, you know. It's over. They're only still good. I'm gonna tell you right now. They're only still good in country music. Yeah, that's it. Because though they know they they have routines. It's because they don't they can't dance. So they need they need steps. Yeah. So yeah, they they need to YouTube it like that kid did. Yeah. Yeah. But no, 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 we don't need that anymore. We have plenty of them. And I don't want. And I definitely, definitely don't want people talking about like people like. uh like R. Kelly's songs for line oh, dancing and all that. Because, yo, R. Kelly's like Voldemort. You can't say his name out loud yeah. anymore. You got to just say, you remember that guy? That remember that guy? We step, used to listen to. <laughs> he used step. to say, Step in the Name of Love. I mean, step. we don't say his name. We but can't you, say his name. You know who it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be like, be like yeah. oh, you can't play that. Yo, but the, the more and more of his trial coming out and the fact that uh, Aaliyah's estate just released her music again after like 20 years of captivity, it's just like now when you hear R. Kelly, it's just like, man. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just bad. You just feel nasty singing. It is so bad because R. Kelly, I know, I know, it's disgusting. He's yeah. nasty. He's he's he in the nasty. But the music he gave us, I 
classics. Yeah. And I can never go back to it now. Yeah, you can't, but you know something? If you, if you Maybe in private. No, so so here you are. <laughs> you're coming home, right? BLS decides that they want to play a track, and you know, it's a oh, remix man. of some, something else, but it has one of his beats in it. Dude, he wrote... You're staying in it. You're hooked. You're, no, you're hooked. Come bro, on. He, he no, wrote, you're hooked. Bro, he wrote Michael Jackson, You Are Not Alone. Okay. What am I going to do? Okay, Exhibit A. So you won't listen to Michael, Michael Jackson? Jackson. I know I can't just ride that wave. Like it's Michael Jackson. So then you can't. You I, can't know listen to Kelly Brody. You know who he wrote that for? For who? Some girl. He was. Uh huh. Yeah. I can't. Now I can't listen to that. No, but see, but then you can't listen to Elvis. Oh, now can't, you, just, you can't listen to the whoa, King because he married a, the girl whoa. was like fifteen. Mm. Lemonade. <laughs> that cool, refreshing drink. But you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So no, we're gonna, if we're gonna go, we're, we're gonna go based on that. You know, you might just true. turn off the radio. And that's the thing. Can, how do you separate the artist from the artist from the music? Social like, media. can you do that? Social media. Yeah. Let me tell like, you, there, there are certain countries that do not allow artists to perform and do social media the way the U.S. does. Wow. Well, that makes sense. I'm, I'm sure China has a lock on that. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's certain people can't even play in China. Wow. Because of the reputation they got everywhere else around yeah, the world. Yeah. So no, there's it ruins them. Yeah. It it can make you, but it can definitely break you. And then in certain so with countries. These, with these dumb artists though, it wasn't even social media, it was law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true too. It was just like this, yeah, that's the government. This, this idiot straight recorded himself doing a crime. Yeah. <laughs> that's look, like me and you robbing the bank and record ourselves doing it while we're doing a podcast. Without a mask on. So, so we're breaking into this vault. <laughs> the combination is combination. We're here now, live, recording. <laughs> it's, it's right first. Right yes. first. 60, <laughs> 35 left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But no, I, I get it. But let me tell you, I'm I'm sorry. You know, like I DJ sometimes, and there's a song there that, I mean, Ooh. like, if I need an instrumental. Step in the name of love. What are you going to do? It comes in. It comes in. I'm, Can I really step? I, I, not in the name of love, that's for I'm sure. I'm gonna have to step my butt <laughs> off the dance floor if that song goes up. No, but 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 here's the thing: is that it's, it's being sampled. His music is so be, being sampled yeah, so much is. today that those people that are saying, "Oh no, you can't listen to him," yeah. why are you sampling it? Dang, I know Drake says sampled it. I think yeah. Drake sampled a part of it or some junk. It's hard. It's tough because you know it's gonna make money because people like that tough, one man. sound, and when that sound is man. there, they get it. That's like that Elvis Crespo. That mm-hmm. Spanish guy, that Pintame. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, every single one of his songs sound the same because he found the beat that everybody yeah. likes. And regardless of whatever he does, and, he's, and he hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah. But the problem is that they found their niche or niche, yeah. whatever it is. English is not very good looking in my, my mouth. So mm-hmm. he found what works. And that's what these people like actually yeah. doing. So they're going to do it. They're going to sample him. And he's still going to make money because guess what? It's his. Man, that guy's still making money and he's behind bars, can't even experience it. Yeah. I hope he rides there, though. He did some sick stuff. Yeah, no. What he did was completely yeah. wrong. You yeah. know. But D- Dirty old man. Yeah, that he is. So, wow. So, we, we were just going to do this to just try out for a little bit. And here we are, almost an hour into this show. That, that is amazing. I think we. I think this is a pretty good start, Frank. I think this is a great start for us. We, this is a great intro. We should just keep this, uh, just so they can see. There's no editing, no nothing. We just, uh, there's no editing. This is just us. Wait till we. Wait till we really start putting into this work and having stuff lined up. This is just us shooting it, shooting the crap, 
I'm really trying not to curse. You can see me pausing before I say things. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to have to make this a little bit more comfortable because yeah. I've been standing for an hour because I've been monitoring the keys. Ah, but that's yes. no, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it all out. Yes. It'll all be there. Yeah, Fra- Frankie, give me a sound effect. For you want a sound effect? <laughs> I want a sound effect. You want a sound effect? I don't know. Just give me something random. Let's go crazy. Guys, yes. We're going we're gonna to have sound effects. We're going to have noises. Uh, yeah, man. I just hope you guys really enjoy the show. I hope you enjoy... Uh, or take away, gotta, take something away from this. Yeah, that's all right. Hope you guys uh, take some lessons away from this, and uh, hope we give you something to think about. Hope make your commute a lot easier, and uh, hope my voice isn't too annoying. And uh, maybe I'll drop a few ballads here and there. Suavemente. I'm not Spanish, but I'll fake it till I make it. <laughs> Hey, that's how, that's, how I did, that's how I did my, my, that's how I did my, my, uh, that's my how I did technology s- career. That's how I dance Spanish music. I, I get on the dance floor. I can't do anything, but I'll fake it. I'll, I'll watch what you do and I'll be moving with you. Dude, I've seen you I, dance. Shut I, I, up. I do, I do all upper body with Spanish music. <laughs> yeah, but I've seen you dance. I mean, Don't look you, at the feet. The upper body looks amazing. You're like the Matrix. You just look at it and you learn it. Shut up. Oh, man. No. Yeah, wait till we get video up. It's going to be great. No, no, let me tell you something. Nah. I've seen you since day one. Since day one, I've seen you do stuff, and I'm like, this guy. That's just me being a silly guy. Liquor makes me dance really well. And you were probably drunk, too. <laughs> what do we have here? Stand by for action. Five. What? Four, uh-huh. three, oh, they about to two, count me in. One, yeah. one, yeah. one, yeah. one, yeah. one, 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 we definitely are idiots. That's that sounded sure. dope. Are we still recording? Yeah, we're still recording. Oh, my of course God. we are. All right, we got to pull the plug, Frankie. We got to pull the plug? I don't, I Why are we going to pull the plug? I think we're done. Yeah, coming to you live. I'm about to drop some stuff on you. Frankie, let's go ahead. Let's have some fun with this. Go ahead. Let's put on a beat. Let's get a beat. We're, gonna, we're, we're just going to have fun. Let's see what else we have here. What we she here. She here. Karen That's doing laundry. <laughs> Yeah, she's looking at us like we're weirdos. But no, guess it's, what? it's going down. Someone's going to be in the got the lasers out. Uh-oh. Oh, he's breaking things. I hope I'm not breaking anything. Nah, you're good. Nah, Why is it not? Uh, it's not set. It's, uh, hold, what'd you do? I don't know. It's not holding me. I'm breaking stuff. I was... I was ch- oh, shoot. Now Frankie broke it. <laughs> you hold on to the mic. All right, I'm going to hold up. I, I got to fix that later now. See what you yeah. did? Look, this thing... Uh... It just popped out. That's what she said. Two turntables go off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh. Here we go. Y'all didn't even know Frankie was a DJ. Don't get me started. Oh, we might have to add like a little mix at the end of the at the end of the podcast. We definitely gonna talk music. We love music. Uh Ecstasy. Uh. Yo, back in the day, this is how they used to rap, too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I can take it to the back in the day, old hip-hop. Look, look. We got it going. We got it going. And the good thing is that we're on we're on Mixcloud. So yeah. everything I have is licensed. I pay for the license. Oh, man, that's, that's, that's beautiful what Mixcloud thing. comes up for us. Nice. Here we go. Uh-oh. See, back in the day... When this used to come on, a beat like this. I think Cedric's Entertainment said it best. He was like, 
you know, we weren't we weren't about the violence or anything. You just about battling and dancing. Yeah, back then, you know, all you needed to have is a piece of cardboard and some good sneakers. And you know what it is? See, because people don't know how to dance now. That's why everybody, you know, all they know how to do is take pictures, hold the hold the phone up, stare at themselves, and film other people having fun. Yep. But back then, we were the fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're gonna sound like we're gonna sound like those old guys that say, "Get off my lawn." I am that guy. Oh, you are that guy. Absolutely. Then I get my wife yelling at me, cut the lawn, get off it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but your scratching is up. Please deposit another record or else your party will be terminated. Thank oh, my you. God. <laughs> Yo, check this out, man. Come I got on. a bunch yeah. of stuff here for you. Oh, look at this. This is, this is Should we be letting the people hear this? It's a little sample. That's all. It's, it's a little sample. A little sample. Because we're, we're going to be... We're going to be doing a lot of stuff with these sounds, and I'm probably going to rap. I'm probably going to do a lot of different things over here. He could do the rap and not me. I'm just gonna Frankie, you're going to rap with me. We're, we're both going to drop bars. We're rap. both going to drop bars. We're not, neither one of us are rappers, but we're both going to do this for your listening pleasure. Uh-oh. We ain't doing Don't that, do that one. When I'm alone in my room. That sounds just like a... <laughs> I hear my conscience call. Why the hell talk like that? Uh, ratings. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Chillin', uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. Look. Chillin', vibin', up in Frankie's basement. Over here on the mic, making statements. Got this flow, I got to let you know. I gotta keep on going. That's, a, okay. That's it. The bridge is over. The bridge is over. Hey, hey, hey. I was the trying to freestyle over. before he the came in. Dad got it. Hey, hey, hey. The bridge is over. The bridge is over. The bridge is over. The bridge is over. You see me coming in the dance with the flipper sensei. Oh. Down with the sound called BDP. Hey. If you want to join the crew, well, you must see me. You can't sound like Shan or the one Molly. Molly. Because Shan and Molly Marl and my rhyming like the gay. Hey. Picking up the mic, man, and don't know what to say. Hey. Saying hip hop started out in Queensbridge. Saying lines like that, man, you know them can't live. So, so. tell them again, me come to tell them again. Wah. Tell them again, me come to tell them again. Oh, yeah, tell we them gotta again, come. me come to tell them oh, again. Man, we better turn up. Tell them again, me come to tell them. I bet. Y'all see how we putting it down. More to come. We're going to have a lot more fun with this. Thank you for everybody who listened. We'll be back very soon. I wish I could see our dances.
in the fire. Hot damn, hot damn, ho, here we go again. Oh. Steal a beat when you know they can't win. You stole the beat. Are you having fun now? Me and the odds gonna show you how it's done. You are what I label as a nerf plucker. You're plucking my nerves, you MC sucker. I thought I ought to tell you. Better get warned that I am like a stock and my word is born. Like James, killing everybody in sight. The Coke Street sick. Hip hop. They don't know nothing about this, Frankie. Oh man, I'm too loud. No, they're not ready. Kicking like so. They're, they're gonna get there though. They're gonna get there. We're gonna, we're gonna bring y'all there. Here's another lesson coming. <laughs> no, we got you guys. Let me let me bring this down for a minute, and then well, we're gonna wrap the show up. The R. Check out my melody. My melody, melody, melody. Oh man, that was a dope mix, Frankie. Way to take it back. Mommy of house party. Yeah, we're going to have some fun with this show. Yeah, man. It's going to be a good time, guys. If you stuck around this long, you a real one. And we hope you keep rocking with us. I promise. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to dig this format. Yeah, I dig it. I, I think, I think this works. It's a good test. It's a good test run. Yeah, we, we did good here. So, you know, we're going to call it now. Right now, we, we're actually going to brainstorm a little bit. And you can see how the show went. Um, then I'll, I'll give, him, give Rashawn a copy of this or... Yeah. Send them a link to it so he can hear it himself. And then we're going to have a lot of stuff. We're going to have callers come, calling in. We're going to oh, have that man. set up. We're going to let you guys ask questions yeah. live, and we're going to freestyle those answers. Yeah, there's there's no filter here. We might, you know, just filter the words. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we'll, we'll change some names to protect I do, the innocent. Yeah, I do want my kids to hear this. 
we got to change names to protect the innocent and the guilty. But, you know, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. Uh, we're going to have surprise guests. I have a couple of people that I already have in mind that are going to be doing interviews. Down. We have, an, we have an interview. We have actually an underground legend that, that I already spoke to who's going to come down here. He's, he's a producer. He's, he's you know, been with Tony Humphreys. He's, he's been with Louis Vega. He's, he's, uh, he was actually one of the producers uh, for Dennis Ferreira for Hey Hey, that song, which is nice. awesome. Um, then I have another. I have this one lady who's interested in coming down. Uh, she is an artist. Oh, uh, don't 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 get all the goods. Don't get all the goods. Just let them know. More to come. More to come. No, but we're we're definitely gonna <laughs> we're definitely gonna have it here. I hope everybody likes it, and we will definitely uh, be publicizing it more here on Mixcloud, and then on we're also gonna be on Anchor, and hopefully we're gonna have, be able to put these streams uh, in uh, yes, yeah, streaming provider near you. <laughs> you know all the stream all the streaming um services that are out there but we're gonna have some fun today was a, a tryout i think we did okay we'll f- we'll get some feedback from some people and, yeah and then whether we like it or not we're just gonna move forward because we it's don't... okay if you think it sorry. the first yeah. episode it's all right this, this wasn't an episode this was like a pre-episode because this is for us this ain't for this is, yeah this is just for us just i mean it giggles yeah it's, <laughs> it's we're filtering ourselves he's like oh my kids my kids are hearing it no but no it's this is definitely for us this is uh our way of Dealing with certain things that are coming up in life, and then we're, we're actually going to have another person who's going to actually be going to be like moderating us because the fact that um, we lose track of things, and then we also end up um, going in a different road like we did like fifteen times, twenty times today. Yeah, uh, he, he's going to be slapping us up around. Oh yeah, we're going to have a moderator to keep yeah. us on track. 